Hello. Oh, great. Hi, guys. All right. You're listening to Scary Stories from Camp Roanoke. This is a podcast where we tell each other true scary stories that we um, daintily lift from television airways. Sometimes they're from shows from like 2004 and you've never heard of them. And sometimes they're from all the way up into and including the present. So, um, yeah, pretty thrilling stuff. Uh, my name is Katie Wiggins. <laughs> and I'm Morgan Driscoll. And we're thrilled to be back. Stoked. It's cold. It's cold everywhere. It's the perfect time of year to cozy up, watch a spooky movie. They're coming out with a lot of scary movies. I don't know if you've seen trailers lately. No, I don't watch trailers. There's, there's like a, a scary movie coming out from like a Hispanic tail, tall tail kind of looking thing. I don't mm-hmm. know what it's about. It's just a scary woman. That looks like she's weeping over the loss of a child and eats children or something. It looks very good. (laughs) I don't know if that's really my style. Once it's November, I tend to kind of like ease away from like uh, a wholesome spook and I move into like a a restrained European darkness. Uh, That's like kind of my... Castles? Yes. And actually, yes. Strongly, yes. Uh, Castles, manor homes. Um... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like I I, I my, the movies that I watch are very like understated. The, the, I I was saying earlier that I should write a book about like movies for every season and atmosphere, because like I have such a specific, like in November I watch Gosford Park and The Vivitch. I don't watch The Vivitch in October <laughs> because in Massachusetts there's still leaves and The Vivitch there's no leaves, which happens in late November. So that's when I watch it. Like, so you want to feel. With the mo- one with the movie, the time periods have to link up. Actually, yes, yes, that's that's kind of my general philosophy. Um, I just love being spooked. I mean, that's why we're here. So yep. that's fantastic. <laughs> I will um, preface this by saying I've I've been watching a lot of King of the Hill, which they just put on <gasps> Hulu, which is fantastic. It's a fucking amazing show. I I was too best. I was too young to appreciate it when it was on the air. It held the test of time. And then I went back and look at and watch it now. And I'm like, this is the most hilarious show. This is like a precursor to Bob's Burgers. And it's incredible. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And so 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 my Texas, I feel like my like Texas voice is like primed. Like I'm like a little too. Bingo! I love. What the hell? What was that? That was my, that was my, um, that was my Dale. Where are they in Texas? So it's supposed to be set in like Umble, like a suburb of Houston. <gasps> That's incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go down, down there. Goes out there. Six ten. You know what I mean, Mike? <laughs> like, shit. Like. And the one with his mom. No, don't, don't, So cute. Yeah, I'm working on my impressions of the. God damn it, Bobby! Plus, I'm a purveyor of propane and propane accessories. Oh my god, since you're so good at accents, there's this meme that is my favorite from (laughs) King of the Hill, where it's Bobby Hill, the episode where he thought they were throwing a surprise birthday party for him, Uh and so he's popping into every room and he's going, yay, yay, (laughs) (laughs) it's just that sound and I can never do it right. Oh, I can't, I can't do Bobby. He's got just... like a weird kind of like in his head. I just can't do it for very long. <coughs> See, it's not easy. 
it's just you not are practical. Hank freaking Hill. I've tried to do Peggy. You are Frank. Frank. You are Hank. You are freaking Hill. <laughs> so I'm making an I'm making an effort. Goddamn oh near them Smithsonian, man. Like, shit. Oh <laughs> Boomhauer is definitely my favorite. I love Boomhauer. I only have like two DVDs in my house right now, and it's King of the Hill and Reno 911. <laughs> <laughs> and it's wonderful. That's awesome. That's awesome. We and just then have... my parents. I just took. I just took what I wanted, and that's what I wanted. <laughs> All right, well, let's get to damn near ghost or man. Just man. Talk about dang old boo. Dang old biggie <laughs> butthole, man. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, how many listeners do you think we culled? In- <laughs> <laughs> do you with think that <laughs> it's as funny to people who aren't from Texas? No. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you're not from the states, listeners who aren't from the states, have you seen King of the Hill? And do you enjoy it in the slightest? Yeah, <laughs> I feel like they wouldn't. Well, so no. I mean, it probably just means more to us because we are from Texas. Mm-hmm. But like the Texas that they show isn't like my Texas. Like I'm from. It's like very. We're from inner city Houston, which is very different Hold than yeah. Umble, which is like. 50 miles away which is like very white and very old uh, you know it like it feels super very lubbock to me does it weird yeah like it feels the, the, greener than lubbock the adult it's greener in lubbock i said it feels greener than lubbock oh yeah, nothing is, is greener, greener lubbock. in lubbock yeah i was gonna say <laughs> lubbock is beige <laughs> and it's not good for the soul <sighs> but and i was I, thinking about oh, that haunted house that I lived in in Lubbock. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking about it a lot lately. Mm-hmm. Someone needs to get a medium up in there. Well, it's not your problem anymore. That's true. But someone might be trapped there, you know? Uh, well, then they'll, they'll, it'll all get handled in due time. I don't think you should toil about it. Because that's like a hundred million miles away from you. Thank God. <laughs> and preach. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. Let's get to some stories. Tell me the story. story, man. All right. So I think that I have not watched Ghost Adventures lately. Mm-hmm. So I did. <laughs> and it was an exorcism Ghost Adventures, <laughs> which is the combo that I love the best. It's ridiculous. It's absurd. And it's always a fun time. Oh, that sounds dangerous. Because I think the only other one that I've seen where there was an exorcism was the one in, like, Nevada, or Vegas, specifically. Where that guy was possessed, allegedly. And tweeting some emotional emo shit. Oh, right, right, right. The the (laughs) one who was tweeting. Oh, yeah lord almighty damn i don't but we're we're gonna yeah see i i don't mind being spooked in in november (laughs) bring it on haunted christmas here we go have Um, a haunted haunted christmas i do have some scary christmas movies so when it gets close to the season i will be recommending (laughs) (laughs) okay so 
(laughs) Christmas movies are often scary, except for like the real fear is like poverty. Like the Christmas movies are always like, isn't it terrible to be poor? And it's like, oh, I guess it is. (laughs) Either that or like family hijinks. They're like, I'm going to be alone this Christmas, but maybe yeah. New Year's. Yeah, like, who made, like, Christmas a romantic okay. holiday? Just Hallmark yeah. Channel. Like, no one's like, I don't have a lover to be with on Christmas. And it's like, who the <laughs> fuck is with their lover on Christmas? Like, you're with your family and you're, like, struggling to keep it together. Yeah, and you're like, oh, God, one more day. <laughs> <laughs> so, thankfully, the Ghost Adventures took us somewhere a little prettier than they usually do. Mm-hmm. Or a little prettier than the ones I talk about. It took us to Erie, Colorado. Mm-hmm. So nice and cold, snowy, good imagery. Mm-hmm. We're at the home of Jeff and Darlene, who bought the house in 1997. And since living in the house, they have always had demonic energy. People have heard growling. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of dark shadows, dark entities, mm-hmm. not exactly shaped like a person, on the stairs, in the house, all over the place. And when the son lived with them, he was upstairs in his room, and he says that something tried to throw him out of the upstairs window. (laughs) So, things happen in this house. Mm -hmm. It's it's only a 20-year-old home, but there's a massive fault line under the house that leads to, like, a mining area. Whoa. Yeah, so... And they slightly mentioned a suspicious past that the house might have had in the 40s, but they never went into it. So I think they ran out of research time. And I didn't know enough of where the house was to research it thoroughly. So it seems like maybe the land had shit go down. Also, it's connected to some mining stuff, so there might be some energy there. Is it like in a really rural area? I'd say it's a more rural na- neighborhood. It's not very city. I don't know how close it is. I'm trying to, to see if, I'm wondering if, like, houses had been there before it, it was built 20 years ago. Like, if it was, like, a I de- think, development that they um, just did. I think that there might have been a house before. I okay. think that's kind of what they mentioned. All right. There might have been a mining town. Mm, that's likely. A lot of boom towns in Colorado, mm-hmm. probably. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so their son Chris, the one who the thing tried to throw out of the window, mm-hmm. apparently when they moved there in the nineties, he was a loving and affectionate affectionate young man. He was a very good boy. <laughs> but let me guess, not not when the ghosts got to him. <laughs> no, yeah, he hit severe depression and developed lots of anger, and she thought and thinks that he is possessed. Oh, he might just be an asshole. He might just be an asshole. They showed a picture of him. They showed a picture of him in the 90s, and he Uh was typical 90s boy, Mm -hmm. like older teen to adult Mm -hmm. with the oversized button down short sleeve shirt, slightly spiked hair, happy smile on his face, living life. Mm -hmm. Now he looks like, like a Nevada straggler. He looks like oh my God. a mess. He's a mess. He looks like a totally different man. He looks like he's older than his parents. <laughs> he looks ridiculous. And he also looks like he might be on something. 
but um, well so here's a theory i have on demons well mm-hmm. it's not really a new theory probably the bible talks about it i don't know um it's um that like they can prey on people that are already vulnerable to self-destructive like yeah exactly so like Mm -hmm. like a demon's influence on you would be for you to like totally just like lose hope in your future lose hope in the people that love you and just Mm -hmm. like start just like it doesn't necessarily mean like you're gonna go down into his room and pull up a carpet and find a pentagram like it'd be more like He's, like, falling deeper and deeper into drugs, not talking to his mm-hmm. friends, making creepy bad mm-hmm. new friends, like, not caring about anyone anymore, and just, like, getting really mm-hmm. into drugs until eventually he would, like, kill himself. Seems to be the goal. Yeah. The goal of demons seems to be to get the person... Self-destruction. That, exactly, like, to, like, complete self-destruction. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Because I read some reviews of the episode, and they were like, this guy's obviously just on meth or he's on drugs and he's he's not really possessed and it's like okay just because he's on drugs doesn't mean he's not possessed i mean he could be he could be influenced by a darkness there and it could not even necessarily be a demon i was listening to some of our earlier episodes where they had where you told a story by the rescue mediums where they thought it was a demon because like her daughter was like had like personality changes and suddenly she was really dark and mean and aggressive and and um and then it turned out it was just like a really really grief stricken spirit who just wanted to get his anger out somehow you know what i mean like that's so funny i feel like that's the first time i've heard that story bitch you told it to me i know i forget (laughs) (laughs) go on Well, that's what makes it nice, because sometimes I just listen to early episodes, and I'm like, ooh, I wonder what happens next, and it's me telling the story. (laughs) I love that. All right, so Chris is going through it. And his mom, so she thinks he's possessed, and she says that he sees spirits often. Mm -hmm. So maybe he's He might be sensitive and make him more vulnerable. Yeah. But- Let's go into a little bit of his childhood, and that might change some of our theories. Okay. So, they meet Chris in the basement. His mom's not in the room. It's Chris, Billy, Aaron, and Zach. Did Zach use his, like, gentle voice? Hey, Chris? He actually wasn't that douchey this time. Huh. I wonder if he was sick or something. Um, so he's asking him a little bit about why he thinks stuff goes down in the house. A lot of activity happens in the basement, obviously, because it's a basement. Mm. So he's like, tell me a little bit about why stuff might be happening. And Chris is like, okay, well, there was this house when I was a child. We all called it the witch's house. Not the house he lived in, but another house Mm -hmm. somewhere else. All the kids that he was friends with would sneak into this house, the witch's house, at night, and it was full of stars, as he said. Probably pentagrams. Oh, star. <laughs> okay. I was yeah. thinking my <laughs> brain was going through all possible meanings of stars, and I'm like, immediately like, uh, constellations? No, wrong. Stars? Like, celebrities? No, wrong. <laughs> like, Tom Hanks? Yeah. Wow. Michael Meg Ryan. Kors, they're all there. <laughs> 
Yeah, God, we we both chose such like eighties nineties stars. <laughs> Like Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. Wow, those are the real stars. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. No, it's full of pentagrams mm. and magazines on witchcraft. <laughs> which I love that someone moved out of a house and left. Oh, my God. You know, which I may be gone, but I'm still a good housekeeper. Oh, oh my God. Spicing up your uh, herbal remedies. Like a, a witch magazine wouldn't be... It, it would probably be something about, like, a knit and a, a weird, frumpy knitting pattern. If, if this was in the 90s, it would have been, like, new ways to use mugwort growing in your garden. Like, it it wouldn't be negative. It would be very herbal. Well, yeah, and like, exactly. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know that but many But what he witches. describes as witchcraft might have just been a black magic dark right, something right, right, magazine. Right. He just doesn't. I don't think he... But also, like, that's a publication? Like, enough people sign off yeah. on that to make that a real thing? A magazine. <laughs> I'd love to see it. I bet there's a lot of good who illustrations. The, who the fuck would advertise in that? Right? <laughs> like, are your Call amulets me. dusty? New amulets with Bob's amulets. <laughs> Even the devil doesn't want to smell your bad morning breath. Colgate. <laughs> So, so this kid, Chris, and his friends would sneak into this house regularly, and he'd read the magazines, and he made it seem like his friends were performing rituals and sacrifices, while he was just flipping through the magazines. Then, like, literally a a sentence later, he was like, well, I, I, I mean, we were trying to conjure up something. So... We, he was involved. He said there was a lot of blood. I think they were doing animal sacrifices. Oh my god! There's they, a big motherfucking difference between reading a magazine and sacrificing an animal. Yeah, so I think maybe he was reading it to learn how to do the sacrifices and rituals. Once and again, what graphic designer them. are they hiring to make the di- that diagram? Like, how the, I don't... <laughs> I hope it's like Hitchhiker's oh. Guide style with the laying out of how to do it. No, it's he's a mess. What? Okay, here's um I need to shut the fuck up, but that's what <laughs> no. But that's why I've got a goddamn podcast. If I shut the fuck up, this thing don't move. There's no podcast. So um uh, it's a mess. I uh, No, I don't understand. It's like you've got Zach Bagans in your basement like now is not the time to cover up what you have done like now is the time to be as a like that (laughs) the time to be coy about your dealings with the devil has passed (laughs) like that guy who was like i'm over it i i I never well i'm over it but um, like the candles and yeah i've got mirrors all over the house and i do you know still commune you know sometimes well i may have you know i may have kind of it's like no just be open with it you fuck face like hide it wait you're not enough to do this exactly you're not afraid of making a deal with the devil but you're afraid of zach bagan's judging you like what it's the like, hell i promise you the devil zach Bagans i would scare be... you more than the devil no <laughs> no no his teeth maybe <laughs> they're too white <laughs> it's ungodly <sighs> okay so, i'm sorry it's back to no here. no um <laughs> It's concerning. There's just so many points at which the, 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 mm, mm, inconsistencies yeah. in logic. 
Yeah, so I, I'd like to follow the other boys who went with him. I want to see if they've experienced anything. But the fact that they were like, he was just a normal, sweet kid, and then something changed. I'm like, something changed when he thought it was half of a good idea to kill a living animal for the purpose of ritualistic. Yeah. He might have been a little fuck? bit not like, He was great... already beyond that yeah. point. It wasn't yeah. that house's fucking fault. He was obviously ready and primed for that. So, Zach talks to the mom one-on-one, and he's like, do you know anything about when he was a kid and he'd go to this house in the neighborhood? And she was like, yeah, it was the witch's house. I thought he was just adventuring with his friends. You know, nothing of it. Why? She doesn't know? Zach's relishing in this moment. She did not know. Oh my god, I can just picture his tiny little smile. Oh my god. Okay, so he was- His little mouth with his tiny little goatee. (laughs) Just a little bit of blinding whiteness popping out. He was he was insufferable at this moment. And he even pulled her aside and he was like, you know, I just didn't want, as a mother, I wanted you to know. I didn't want you to not know. And then he God. hugged her. And he, he pulled a thank you out of her. Like he did her a service. And he was smiling the whole time. He really, he really... He's got a pat. He wants. I feel like he'd be the type of person to set a house on fire and then be the one to like go in and save all the ana- like the people in it. You know what yes. I mean? Like he's the type of personality that's yes. like, thank God for me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> thank God I was here to start that's it and so save him. it. Like, ugh, such a ugh. frustrating personality type. Continue. I'm sorry yeah. that I continue so, to make no, moral no, judgments apologize. on every no. single person involved. <laughs> well, I. I feel bad for the mom. I mean, maybe there's not a way she would have known. I wouldn't trust my kid maybe adventuring several times. She'd find out when the episode aired. Yeah, but he's an adult at this point. It was a long time that she didn't know about this. So now she's like, that's probably why. So location might have some stuff going on there, but he brought the devil with him and he invited it and quite literally um he took a horseshoe that was hanging on the wall in the witch's house and brought it into his home so he brought it home with him this guy wants this darkness so bad i don't and i don't buy a possession if it's possessing him he's inviting it he's it's a yeah invitation and uh, the weird thing was it was hanging up on the mantle in their home for years I don't know why they didn't question where their child brought a horseshoe from, but they had it on display in their home Yesterday, for years. I get this gigantic, it looks like a basket that's been like flattened out, almost as if it's meant to like collect like a lot of like uh, flowers or something. Like it's like a, mm-hmm. it's like, it's like a wide, low, like almost flat basket. And mm-hmm. I picked it up off the street because that's called Brooklyn shopping. And, um... <sighs> Because someone was throwing it away, and then I I p- cleaned it, positioned it nicely in our living room, put some oh, little that. stuff in it to make it look nice, looked really cute. Ian comes home, and I'm not home, and he just goes, oh, that looks good. Didn't question where the fuck it came from. Didn't even <laughs> think that it was like, he just, I guess, assumed that we had it. And then I came home and was like, how do you like this thing I got? And he was like, huh, 
I guess I thought that was just already around. And oh I'm like, God. what in the fuck? How do you not notice when a totally new gigantic object enters our sphere? But I mean, so people, people people don't really know where the shit's around them comes from. But I feel like when you have a kid or like a, even an animal, if they bring you something and it's a foreign object, you're like, where? How? <laughs> Maybe that's just me. I'm an only child and I keep heavy inventory of the things I possess. I don't know. I'm kind of a dragon with... I've been described as a dragon with my my things. I kind of just sit on my pile and, and count and collect. Because <laughs> I was I was cleaning my my um my toiletries because my cabinets are overflowing and it's all... It's all like 10 years old. It's empty. It's trash. So I'm like going through stuff and then I find this like little box and I know it's not mine so I put it on Roger's counter He's like, why did you give me rusty razor blades? I'm like, I didn't know they were rusty. And he was like, how did you not open it? I was like, it wasn't mine. I didn't open it. He's like, how did you know it wasn't yours? I was like, I know I didn't own that box. <laughs> I know the things I own. <laughs> it is not one of my boxes. <laughs> I was trying to make a fire breathing sound. There it is. <laughs> there she goes. All right, continue, okay. Smaug. Okay, so he brought the horseshoe back from the witch's house. He also claims that he has experienced the devil himself. That oh, he saw don't flatter yourself. Probably a lower-level right. demon, you fuck. Yeah. He said it had <laughs> hooves, and it was almost human. It was smiling at him and making eye contact. Mm. So whatever he brought with him. Well, it's already got more social skills than him. That's very true. <laughs> so I think after a while of having this on the mantle and experiencing things and seeing what he thought was the devil, he decided, okay, maybe it was a bad idea to bring the horseshoe back. I'm going to bury it in the backyard. It'll be gone now. Let me just infuse the earth with it. Yeah, let me taint the land. I'm going to try to let Morgan continue with the story, but I'm no. going to need all of you to imagine this is me why... rolling my eyes so hard after everything she says. Oh my god. Devil worshippers are so such nerds. Right? They're nerds for the occult. I love it. I don't. So, and at this moment, Zach actually said what I was thinking, and he wasn't a dumb idiot asshole. He was like, um,. Chris said, I think it's still back there. And Zach said, Chris, yes, it is still on the property. I think it's it in the still backyard. back there. Where the hell would it have gone? Yeah. Ah! What? <sighs> I'm so, sorry. They, they're, okay. So Zach's interviewing the... <laughs> We're going to get back to the horseshoe, don't worry. So, Zach's interviewing the wife and the husband. Keep in mind, the husband is like like a pro wrestler. I'm, I'm trying to describe him. He feels like a pro wrestler that never did any of the fancy pageantry acting outfits that just kind of stood there. He feels like a reject professional wrestler. Because he's a big buff dude, stoic face. I don't know how to describe him. But almost like approachable. 
Wow. Like, he could have done pro wrestling, but he didn't. I don't know. Weird. He doesn't say, like, anything the whole time. He's not there for it. Wow, he sounds like an ideal father. <laughs> oh, so, um, yeah. The mother's worried about the son. Her and the husband are talking to Zach. Zach feels a lot of cold energy suddenly come near him. She feels it. They're like, oh man, we gotta get this shit going. So they're already ready to do it. They do one more interview. They talk to the daughter, who they didn't mention they had a daughter. I think she's the first person that I've seen on Ghost Adventures who requested that her face was blurred. Smart, probably. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And she was like, yeah, there's definitely ghosts in the house. I have eight children. And one of them said he doesn't like staying there. Because there's a man living upstairs, he's the zombie ghost. And she was very startled that he was seeing something like that, because he never does. I was startled that she had eight kids. <laughs> that's that's too much. Too much. I wouldn't go anywhere if I had eight kids either. <laughs> oh, God. So, they're starting to look at the house. They're doing a full thermal sweep of the area. <laughs> Which is garbage. And um, they they were garbage. There was this, the bed post that had the wooden, what would you call those? Like the posts that were kind of orb balls, yeah. pointy. They were pointy. They were more pointy. Okay. They were like candle flames. Okay. And Teardrop they were, shape? Teardrop, there you go. And they were in the room and they pointed the thermal camera on it. And for some reason, the tips of them were red. Cool. Just, like, the two near him. And they were like, it's weird that wood generates heat, because it typically doesn't. Which it is weird. But then they were like, it looks like devil's horns. Oh my god. It looks like devil's horns. No, no. It doesn't. It is weird that it was red, but no. Why didn't they go over and touch it? Yeah, maybe it was hot. Or maybe, like, the heat was on and it touched, and it was touching, like, the topmost posts and it wouldn't. Yeah, because yeah, the heat would, yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like there's I there could know. be an explanation for that. The thermal's bullshit. Not but, to be like you know. Chris French skeptic. <laughs> I was listening to one of the like haunted home, the British Mia Dolan and the and the psychic investigator, the psychic, the investigator, and then Chris French, professor of psychology, oh s- skeptic. <laughs> and he was just like, yeah, I don't, yeah, no, so far no evidence. So um, I guess that's the position I'm taking here. Either that or just let the devil take that asshole. I've got nothing right? for Right? If they invite him in. I've got no sympathy. <laughs> you brought that into your parents' home. What a he probably bad fits tenant. in better with those people. Yeah, his <sighs> mom and dad seemed lovely. They didn't ask for that. So Billy's heart rate is going nuts. It's spiking. He's shaking. He's got a red face, and they keep saying it's weird that all of a sudden that was happening, and his face was red. That's me all the time. <laughs> My heart rate's always pumping and I got a red face. I think nothing of it. Not buying it, Billy. <laughs> and they said that's the room where he almost got pushed out of the window. So that's where the heat is. So I, I'm sure there's stuff going on if that's what where his bedroom was. But there's not concern with you, Billy. So the team splits up. Zach goes to meet with a bishop. And the rest try and find the horseshoe in the backyard. <laughs> and the horseshoe is... It's really weird. So they've got a metal detector. 
They're trying to find it. They find a nail. They don't. They dig up half the backyard. Cool. And then Chris is like, maybe it was the uh, front yard. No, he says, oh, I think it's actually in the garage. Fuck you, Chris. So they look in the garage. And I would have thrown down my wall. shovel and been like, I'm de- we're ge- I'm getting on a plane. Done with this I'm, shit. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe this it's is, in the garage. Fuck you. You made your bed sleep in it. Yeah. Oh my god. So, I bet he lied. He bar- he probably lied and was like, I wanted to get rid of it, so I um I buried it in the backyard. And then they're like, Okay, the we'll dig it up. And he's like, No, it's probably not back. It might even be actually. You know, it's in the garage. It's like asshole. Stop lying. Yeah. It, yeah. It's lying too much. So it's in the garage. It's hanging up on the wall. And they oh ask the dad God! about it. Yeah. He can't. He can't. And they asked the dad about it. And he was like, I don't know. It's been up there for a few years. I don't really know where it came from. I didn't bring it. And so Chris is like, there's been a lot of weather lately. <laughs> um, There's been a lot of torrential rains. And there was a tornado through this neighborhood. And it ripped out that tree. So maybe it unearthed the horseshoe and someone brought it in no you just didn't bury it chris i think or you unburied it and brought it back in you are totally wrong and also a bad improviser Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. take a class what the hell learn something from this no don't inflict that asshole on an improv class that's fair that's fair so while Chris is making life a living hell for Billy and Aaron, Zach is making life a living hell for a bishop somewhere else in Colorado. <laughs> oh my God. So this man is an official exorcist by the Catholic Church, and um, he briefly tells the bishop what's going on, and the bishop's like, it's at least grounds for a house blessing. Let's meet him. Let's see the house. Let's do this. Yeah. So he brings him to the house. And it's the bishop and the mom sitting down at the table, Zach standing up in the corner of the room, and then they bring Chris in, Mm -hmm. and they make a point to pause the screen and have you notice that Chris is being weird and won't look his mother in the eyes? That's just because he is a terrible person. (laughs) Like I said, that demon who looked him in the face and smiled already had a better in in the social world. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. He's not looking his so, mother in the yeah. eye. Yeah, because he probably he's, has being, it for years. he's about to have an exorcism in his living room he's, because yeah. he's such a fuck. He sacrificed living creatures. He, he got himself here. So. Do we know what this bishop's name is? Brian. Okay. Of the Holy Nicolaian Catholic Church. <laughs> Brian of the Holy Nicolaian Catholic Church. It's his middle and last name. Nicolaian Catholic Church. Bishop um, Brian. I wrote official exorcist man. Mm-hmm. So that's what they're called. Um, so they chat with him for a little bit. The bishop says, I think you're definitely under some type of demonic oppression. And he says, yeah, I feel tired all the time. I'm mentally exhausted. Um, I think it wants my life and my soul. Well, he has to want to get rid of it. For any of yeah, this to and do I don't any think good, he does. He seems real mighty comfortable. Mm-hmm. Shifty bastard. He says he always feels it around him, and so they start saying a prayer over him, and he's holding his hands, and the bishop is saying prayers I've never heard. He's saying a lot of these. 
I guess they use different prayers for exorcisms and blessings. Yeah, those aren't just like catch-all. They don't just use a Hail Mary, I don't think. That'd be cool. I don't see why not. (laughs) Well, I'd like to be able to follow along. (laughs) What page are we at? (laughs) (laughs) This is not in my catechism, sir. (laughs) So he's got his hand, Chris has his hands folded. And the priest is saying blessings over him. They actually have the mom and Zach leave for this. They're letting him kind of have his moment, which I thought was surprisingly respectful. And, but I mean, the camera's still there. (laughs) So he's praying over him. He's saying all the blessings and he starts doing the water. And then he gets his, oh, I went to Catholic school for too many years not to know what it's called. The, the sash that he wears that looks like a graduation sash. Mm Mm-hmm. That the priest wears a uh, sash. I don't know what it's called. He starts like wrapping his head around it. Vestments? Like, c- I don't know. Hold it. He like holds him with it. Uh-huh. And then he starts shake like his hands are shaking and hitting the table. Who's Chris? And he's kind of Chris. Okay. And he's kind of like, like getting the jitters. And he keeps cool. saying to himself, resist, resist, resist. Oh my God. Yeah. And um, he's kind of, he's kind of going nuts. So... He finishes the blessing, and he, Chris cannot get over the fact that that was not him shaking his hands. Something was shaking his hands. I don't think he really believed he had a demon possessing him until that moment, officially. I don't think he'd felt it affect his body physically like that. Oh my god, that's hilarious. He's like, he couldn't get over I it. think there's like a ghost here. And they're like, yeah, yeah like, asshole, that's why like, we're one doing thing, all yeah. this shit. It was... <laughs> It was like, he was like, oh man, it's real? What a moment to cool. to make that realization. Mid-exorcism, mid-blessing. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my yeah. Jesus lord. So they decide to quarantine him to the living room, as they describe it. So he's in the living room, and they turned all the lights off, because it's Ghost Adventures, and they want to make it feel spooky. So they turn all the lights off, and they've got, like, a barometric pressure reader right next to him. <laughs> the barometer, don't lie. <laughs> and a camera on him. Rain's coming. And he's sitting. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Land's gone, sir. Man's gone so I say that all the time. <laughs> Man's heart, Estonia. <laughs> <laughs> so he's sitting in the living room on the couch. There's the stairs to upstairs near him uh-huh. and the door on the other side and the the pressure reader. And they're watching him and the barometer is going nuts. It's going zero, hundred. It's going crazy. Wow, it's affecting the air pressure. It's affecting the air pressure, which is pretty cool. That'll affect if, how quickly it'll take to cook your quiche. So keep that in mind before you have an exorcism. Make sure you don't got nothing in the oven that'll be affected. Good point. So... That's happening, and they're talking about how weird that is. And then they look at the footage, and Chris is turned, and he's facing the stairs, and he's whispering to something at the stairs. And he's like, what do you want? And then he he's looking at it and, like, talking a bit more, and then he's brushing something off of his shoulder, like moving air, like, moving something away from his body. And then they're like, oh, no, it's not safe for him. So everybody storms in. What, and like, he tells what the them, fuck are they going to do? Right? So they take him out of there. And as they're taking him out, he says that he saw something tall and dark that was upstairs in the shadows. It was a very tall, dark figure 
and was just looking at him. So they made him leave. They said, go away. We're going to do our thing. We're going to investigate the house. Then the bishop's going to come and do the house blessing. You don't need to be here. So they start the investigation and immediately they hear a female, like, scream upstairs, like a wail. I'm like, okay, something's in the house. So they're all, like, having panic attacks. (laughs) Billy has a 122 BPM, which, again, is pretty high. But get on my level, Billy. <laughs> it happens. It's called anxiety, bitch. It's called Try stress it. and anxiety. <laughs> so they're going through the house with their sound box. They're asking it questions. You know, poking and prodding. Who's down here? Blah, blah, blah. So they're in the basement at this point talking. And they hear a loud voice say... Something, I don't know what they were saying, but it was a loud voice that didn't sound like it was coming from the sound box. It sounded like it was in the house speak. And then immediately something in the sound box said three. Hey. Which like, devil? Maybe? <laughs> Taunting? I love that. <laughs> so they're getting a lot of like, vocal activity. And then they ask who's in the basement and they get a sound bite of a man saying, kill me? And then a woman saying, I'm breeding? Hell yeah. Whoa, dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh my fucking God. <laughs> Which I love. So they're, they're, they're keep, they keep going. I'm breeding. Are we sure this isn't the sister with the eight kids? Because mama, we know. <laughs> Maybe that's why she had so many kids. Whoa, no. devil The children. devil made me do it. <laughs> Justin, we have to get you exercised. Mama, I'm not husky anymore. No, sweetie, not that kind of exercise. Got to get the devil at you. Oh, good God. So they ask, what do you want to take from Chris? And the same female that was breeding what does he have? says his soul. Yeah, good. Because that's all he's got. So, yeah. And it was like, it was like female, but it was also like, all-powerful woodland nymph voice like it was very it was a beautiful voice <laughs> it was magical i don't know his she soul. had a lot of power his soul. <laughs> it was kiss um <laughs> so so they go back upstairs to the living room and they're all in the living room and there's like a half stair to get up there and they hear someone very loudly walking up the stairs following them and you like really heard it on the footage like it was loud someone was banging just you could hear it up the stairs Dope. and then it was so crazy zach was just looking at the stairs because it's the half stairs then immediately the stairs to get upstairs right and he's like i see it i see the black figure i can't catch it on my camera but i see it mm-hmm. and then chris was like oh my god i see it too and they're just staring at it and they describe it as billowing and then aaron's like Gonna black out, having a panic attack. He goes alone in the living room. And then he finally catches his sanity. Goes down to the basement and asks if um it's mad at him. And then he heard a hiss. And then he saw it too. Are you mad at me? Like, what? What did I do to you? I've never said I was anti-demon. 
So they all kind of reconvene. They're just going around the house seeing if shit happens at this point. And they go in one of the bathrooms where the one of the tech things is spiking some some sort of reader. <laughs> so so they get that that amazing camera thing where it finds the stick person. Oh yeah. <laughs> and they see a stick man in the bathroom with his hands going fucking nuts. <laughs> Um, so Chris comes back in the house and he's like, I tried calling my kid and then my phone died and it erased everything. Chris is a child? I know. Chris is a child. And for some reason, like the electromagnetic readers were going crazy before he came in and his phone stuff got erased. Cool. Hopefully related. And Chris is just upset, not feeling well, and they bring in the bishop, and he blesses the house, and possibly the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen happens while they're doing this. There's a tech guy in their little the little station where they have all their cameras and stuff set up, mm-hmm. and they have this thing where he can type in a message, mm-hmm. and there's a box where they are, and like it gets answers from that. Oh somehow. yeah, it's like a ghost. I am. Yeah, it is. It's it's ghost. I am, and so he messages. Where's the bishop? And like five minutes later, it says our bishop us, and he loses his mind. He was like, "It's crazy that it said bishop back." I don't know what it does or how accurate. Ooh, it didn't say much else. Yeah, it's kind of bull, but you know. So, so he's blessing the house. The priest is going through every room. He gets to the basement. And they're all in the basement. And as they're going back upstairs, he's like, oh, that's that's really weird. There's a there's a handprint on the wall. Was this always here? And everyone's like, no, that's new. And the mom and dad were like, uh, we would have cleaned that up before you guys got here. There was a handprint <laughs> on the wall. Him. It was like a red handprint of like a child. Wait, like in the normal light? Like you could see this? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Just a regular handprint. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) So they're like, okay, let's finish blessing all the rooms. And then he blesses Chris again. And then he gets the horseshoe and performs an exorcism on the horseshoe. Mm. And um, Chris is like super triggered by it. He's not having a good time. And they have him. I think they have him quarantined while it's happening. And they take two pictures of him. They have like a like a motion detecting camera. And one of them takes a picture of him and then immediately takes a second picture. And he's just sitting on the couch. And you can see him sitting on the couch. It's light enough. And then the second picture, it's like an overwhelming black blob covering everything but his legs. Like you can't see his head or his arms or anything. Mm-hmm. And they don't know why there would be a black blob. Like, you can see the background and everything. It's just covering him. And then, um... So they finish the exorcism of the horseshoe. And the bishop says it's the hardest exorcism he's ever done. The blood vessels in his eyes actually popped. And his sinuses were inflamed. Like, he had a physical... Rough go of it. Mm -hmm. And then that was it. They don't... I don't think they actually know if they helped him. Did they d- I don't know what they did with the horseshoe. He said 
Chris requested that they get rid of it, so I'm sure they blessed it, and Zach's keeping it in, in his, his museum. museum. I think he's probably still uh, possessed. I think he wants to be. I don't know. So they didn't do can... any sort of like, two weeks later, what are you going nope. through? Nothing? Nope. I do know that they have a a series or a couple episodes where they go they go back, so I'll have to see if they went back. But this is a newer episode. Newish. <sighs> but I... I don't know. And it's not fair that he just moved out of the house. He just moved on. Now his parents are stuck with it. So hopefully the house is fine at this point. Yeah, I don't think <sighs> it's attached to the house. I think it's attached to him. And now because the horseshoe is gone. Because he invited it. If you... I, I just have so little. Like, honestly, these types of people are such nerds. Like, and they're such, like, shit fucks. Like, they're so violent mm-hmm. and, like, comfortable mm-hmm. with violence. Like, to even get to that He's point. He's a sociopath. And the fact that he, like... <sighs> murdered animals like i can't get past that like that's not normal like there's no no, there's no way that that's normal like Mm -hmm. no no. like that's that's not to be able to be comfortable with that like that's Mm -mm. fucked yeah maybe he regrets it fuck no he doesn't piece of shit no 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 I'm like, if, I'm, he, if he really wanted remorse and to get over it, he wouldn't have lied about where the horseshoe was, what he did. No. He would have told someone sooner. And he wouldn't go to the ghost adventures. He <laughs> go a real person. Yeah, like that that man is not a man primed to be saved. Like capital S no. saved. Like he yeah. he's he he didn't even fully believe it. Until yeah. he was in the process of being blessed. And then it's like, yeah. if you didn't even fully believe it and you're just doing this for attention and to get on television and it cause your parents torment. Because <sighs> you want to seem cool to your occult friends. I just want to yell at him. I think he just yeah. needs it. <laughs> like <sighs> Good yelling at. Because your parents were clearly going too easy on you. I'd like you need a dressing down, son. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> the only way our, you don't treat an animal podcast. like that unless you're dressing him to be dinner. Now, son, I don't. <laughs> but I mean, honestly, I, love, I have. S- I love it. Makes oh me God. angry. The devil worshippers, yeah. I can't. I cannot. Makes me angry. I- you know what? The devil worshippers don't make me angry. It's the ones that have so much pride in it and then are like, I don't do that. What? Well, it's the ones, it's no. like they want to have their no. cake and eat it too. It's exactly. like you want to worship the devil and be horrible, but then not have it be like around you all the time and maybe make you feel a little tired. Yeah. It's like, I'm oh. mentally exhausted. No. Yeah. Well, number one, I'm sure your diet is poor. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So maybe try some water and vegetables. Read a book, eat broccoli. And uh, so that start Nourish start yourself. there, because right now those issues could maybe be solved by diet. But um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Because yeah. like with the one in Nevada where the Ghost Adventures did, it was the mom's boyfriend 
probably, and that just came into the house yeah. with the person she was with. This, he brought it in. Yeah. No sympathy. But thank you, Ghost Adventures, for always entertaining me. <laughs> Man, that's frustrating. Chris, have, have... it's still on the property. <laughs> uh, it's probably still back there. What? <gasps> and you know why he said probably? Because he knew it wasn't. Because he knew it was it in the motherfucking it. garage. When, If you want to know if somebody is lying, if you ask them a question and they give you like a, well, maybe, like to something that should have a definite yes or no, mm-hmm. it's like they're covering, covering their ass because mm-hmm. they don't want to be caught in an outright lie. And it's like, bitch, you, oh, when you I'm worship watching... the devil, you're past the point of... Mm-hmm. I'm watching a lot of... Have you seen Making a Murder? I haven't. I de- I'm watching I de- I a series like one. it, like a Dateline kind of situation called The Staircase. Oh, yeah. I watched, that's pretty famous. Oh. I watched the first episode, but it, it was annoying to me. And and also, I, I can't remember what about it really turned me off, but I, I stopped watching the, it. Uh, people are so frustrating. <laughs> but, like, he can't give a straight answer. Did you have an affair on your wife? What? We had an agreement. Yeah, like we. Had... She knew. Yeah, yeah. Did you yeah. have sex with other people? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was the question. You know that was. <laughs> so frustrating. Um, people give a straight answer. <laughs> have you watched um, the new Netflix show, like The Haunted, or something like that? No, but I've heard everyone loves it. Really? Because it. Have you seen it? I yes. haven't seen it yet. I've watched the first episode. I've watched a couple episodes, but the first one. And the general tone that I get from it is extremely frustrating. I think you would have a hard time watching it because it's these people who go through these horrific experiences. And then at the end, they're just like, and it's going to follow me for the rest of my life. The end until I die. And I'm like, hello, hello. Like, do you know, like psychics exist? Like there's things you can do. Like you don't just have to like lay down and let this spirit like kill you. Like, and I know that oh that's, like, God. a function of being haunted for so long. Like, mm-hmm. they think that they're, like, hopeless and they think that they, like, believe the, the, the their own story that, like, no, this will be with me forever. This is just, there's, oh. like, there's no use. Like, it'll just kill me. And it's, like, it's an you're wrong. Like, that's yeah. just not true. And I really hope that Netflix... Like puts them in contact with mediums, puts them in contact. Oh, with is it real that... stuff? Yes. <gasps> I didn't know it was real. Yes, they're <gasps> well, they're supposedly real, but it's some seen of the any of it's it, some of the wildest, craziest ghost stories I've ever heard of. So I am oh skeptical, but um, but at the end they're just like, and so I guess I'll just um die, and it's like, okay, I ho- what yeah. Netflix like, had to have. I hope, I really hope, because that that's just not true. I'm like, why the fuck would I watch this if, I feel if it's like, just someone that had a I terrible like a, life and then it's just going to end, the end? I think a lot of people are willing to watch the spooky things and the paranormal hauntings and they'd watch that. But I, I think they might not have as much viewership for the show if it was more mediums and psychics i think i don't think as many people well you can for that. you can still have all the terrible horrible yeah. no good very bad <laughs> hauntings but um and then at the end 
have them be, just have an afterward just like yeah. a like words on the screen that says like we put him in contact with a medium and he has felt like and he yeah. has not had anything happen to him since like be- that would be good mm, 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 that would be good mm, mm, mm. i hope they did that in secrecy Maybe. But why keep it secret? Like, let me know that these people know. aren't just living unnecessarily oh. horrifying lives. It's oh. it's very it, it leaves you feeling like dejected and like why the fuck did I just watch this a little mm. bit? But I only watched a couple episodes, so. But were you spooked? Uh, I mean, it was scary stuff that was happening to these people. Um, it was really upsetting and wild. Mm. I feel like I'm almost like past the point of being spooked by ghost shows because I literally watch so many. Um, yeah. So it's like hard for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, what they go through is horrifying. Like it's, it's wild. Mm. But yeah, I, I just it. couldn't. I'm like, then why did I watch Aww. this? I need to see it. Yeah, I mean, I must know. I mean, watch it and and see what you think. But I, I was, it was yeah. enough for me to be like, I can't watch another episode if they're just not gonna handle this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so I guess On that's that note. <laughs> <laughs> overall upsetting episode. <laughs> I don't know. Um, um, it's a good time. I guess that's it, right? You didn't see any scary movies or anything you want to talk about. I think we got it. Um, 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 all right. Well, if you have your own ghost story that you want to tell us about, email it to us at letters to camp at gmail.com. Uh, rate and review our podcast, we'd really appreciate it. And find us on Instagram and Facebook where we post all the time. I like to, I'm in control of the, I'm in control of the, of our social media presence. (laughs) And I like to kind of shift aesthetics every once in a while, like every few months. And now that, and I was in like a very wholesome Halloween like puzzle, um, like images for like about a month or two. And then now I'm shifting into like vintage because I always pictured scary stories from Camp Roanoke to be like a 1970s like kind of vibe. So, so I'm shifting into some vintage images. So, you know, pop in and see because our Instagram isn't just like any Instagram. Um... (laughs) We have merch on Redbubble, and I think that is it for what we were going to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Happy November. We did it. Yeah, we got here. We made it. All right. We're starting to do the dark turn of the year, the dark half, easing into the crone and all of her uh, dark, hard worn, wan wisdom. So, um, yeah, see how that makes you feel on the next magazine of Witch Weekly. Um. <laughs> <laughs> all right all that's left is for y'all to have a spooky night filled with restless dreams of haunted